I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business experiences, tips of the trade, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie, and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is the Mastermind Mixer. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mastermind Mixer. Today, we have Allison of Works of Heart with us. And I have been following her since about 2019 when um, I was in the styled shoot space. So without further ado, hi, Allison. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's pretty exciting. I am so happy that you're here. (laughs) Officially, officially in the podcast world now. Um, But yeah, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm Allison. I, um, like you said, back in the uh, styled shoot space, I think it was my first styled shoot that I actually participated in that um, we were connected. And I've since been kind of building on that, doing custom wedding stationery, calligraphy, um, watercolor, basically anything under that umbrella for wedding stationery. And then I just ventured into the live wedding painting space too in the last um, two years. I've been following along. It's been awesome. And I have to say, so you said the style shoot that you did with me was your first style shoot? I, that was the first one I was really actively involved in and provided the most, I think I did a full sample yeah. for that one yeah it's pretty yeah involved. and then this and this is your first podcast I mean we're on to something <laughs> I know I know I, I I think that this could be the start of something I it, I've been asked you know by people locally where I am and it just hasn't been something that here we're we always seem to be probably a year or two <laughs> I think behind <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you taking the, taking the leap for me. I I do appreciate that. And I, I know you said, I I know that you've done all of the wedding invitations and things like that. And I I've been following along with the live stuff. And I, I just have to say, you probably do the the best live paintings that I've seen because one very specific, uh, I guess, critique that I have on, um, when I look at them is like how realistic the faces look and you are so good at that part. So I like pat yourself on the back, be very proud of yourself because I'm like, no, that actually looks like the person. Cause I've seen a lot of the live video, um, the, I watch them on TikTok and reels and all of that, where it's, um, their, their faces don't get filled in. Like, it's just, um, I don't know. Yeah. Is that a, a specific type it's, you call that? Something? I've, I've done a few of those. It's, I, I found it to be client preference and I've gotten mm. more comfortable I did that more early on. I I've found myself that I've now a little bit more comfortable to tackle that live. Because, yeah, I, mean, I think you're you know, I think you're nailing it as you I should mean, be. Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 do or die right when you get to the face, you know. So it could really <laughs> make or break the whole thing. And doing watercolor as my chosen medium, a lot of the live painters you see on TikTok and Instagram um, use acrylics. And so you have the opportunity with that to cover over mistakes and and build on your layers. Whereas Mm -hmm. watercolor, there's very little room for error, especially when you're doing it within a live time constraint. And um, so I really appreciate that means so much because <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, I, and I didn't even know about the, the different mediums. That gives me, that gives me yeah. even more um, like you have even more bragging rights based on that. So I, 
I follow your work and I, I think that you, you do amazing things. So um, I want to hear, how did you, how did you get started? What, what made you go into this space? Well, it started, I think, as a lot of other people start with friends and family asking me, um, you know, to do different projects for them. My first official wedding stationery suite was for my sister's wedding. And from there, she had friends that started to get married. And I was really starting to um, practice more with my calligraphy. And so I did a lot of that for about uh, two years, really just for friends and family. And then it wasn't until probably 2018, end of 2018, early 2019, that um, my husband for fiance at the time um, was like, you should start an Instagram and, you know, put all your stuff out there and maybe you can broaden, you know, outside of your little circle of family. He he was like, "I, I really think, you know, you've you've got something. And so um, I was like, okay, I'll start an Instagram. I had a personal one, but I, you know, wasn't comfortable with just, I've never been a great self promoter, but Instagram was a really good medium for me to be able to just put pictures of my work out there, not necessarily pictures of me. <laughs> and yeah, and we played around with the name heart is my maiden name. So I, it's, was kind of an ongoing jo- joke, like, oh, you make works of art or works of heart. Oh, and no, I think it's, it's, just, a, it's a brilliant name. It's <laughs> I love it. And, you know, even after we get married, that's just kind of what people know me as. And I like it. I've always, you know, been really cliche with using heart with everything and hearts all over. So it's, I, I, I like that I've been able to maintain that you know, and kind of develop a little mini brand from it. Yeah. Now, are you doing this full-time? Is this your full-time job or is this still like a side hustle position? It is, it is not my full-time job yet. That's definitely the goal. Um, I think more so than ever this past year proved that, that I should definitely give it a go. So that is something we are in the works to to hopefully bring it full time in the next, um, you know, and hopefully the, the upcoming future. That's amazing. Are you feeling, are you feeling nervous about that? Are you caught? Like, are you just confidently taking the leap? A a little nervous. I mean, but really for the most part, I I'm ready to take it full time. I think it's obviously just, you know, adult responsibilities that (laughs) are the things we've got to work around. But I mean, I am already booking well into 2024 right now for live paintings. And I think just it would be really beneficial that that work-life balance, you know, because right now I'm doing artwork and and commission work at night after I put my daughter to bed and then on the weekends, really. So, yeah. Yeah, How has that transition been to the the live painting edition? Because I, I'm a wedding photographer as well. So spending mm-hmm. a lot of weekends and things at weddings, um, I started kind of recollecting myself to be able to only take on so many weddings because I, I have yeah. two little girls um, at home and a husband who works full time during the week. So yep. how has that been for you? Did you set hard boundaries when you got started or are you kind of ironing that out now? I'm ironing that out now. Right now, um, I'm capping at 
one travel wedding a month. Um, and I'll take on two or three a month if they're local, if the others are local. Um, so basically right now, you know, one overnight weekend, and then I have time to spend with family and then work on other commissions, um, those other weekends without having to just be on the road so much. But, um, that's That's a good point. I, I kept mine at 12 as well. Like my, I do one, I, you know, irons out to one a month, but yeah, I can do like one wedding a month or 12 a year, um, and still feel like I'm feeding into my business, but also feeding into my family. And I, I have this like weird thing about work-life balance. I don't quite think that that's a real thing, (laughs) but I do think that you have to like try really hard to make it happen. So I I love to hear that you have that, you know, you're you're well on your way to getting that ironed out. It's definitely always a work in practice. (laughs) Like it's it's not always perfect, but, um, yeah, I think by just setting that hard stop, okay, I have two for this upcoming month. While I might not have anything else planned for the other weekends, I've, you know, it's just, it's a priority to leave those open. Sure. Now with um, the holidays and things, because I know you also do family portraits and portrait, Mm -hmm. sorry, pet portraits. And so are you getting, are you starting to see some inquiries come in for like Christmas and gift giving stuff? Oh yeah, that honestly, the, wow. before the, I know it's a lot, the, before the weddings became uh, really the priority, this was my busiest time of year, really from October to early December. And so what I'm doing mm-hmm. this year to try to not um, just get buried is any open, I have got a lot of open commissions right now and um, just kind of giving people the heads up right away, like, thank you so much, you know, making sure they don't have a hard deadline. And if they don't, everything is just kind of chipped away in the order that, (laughs) that I get it in. Um, And then I'm taking less actually commissions this year and starting to also focus more on my personal artwork. And so really trying to promote completed pieces that people can gift um, and and ornament things like that. Yeah. I don't do many markets, but I've got, you know, just two this November to try to push that. And then I think that'll be it for me. Cause I mean, yeah, you you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you if you were doing markets and, or, so if you only do two markets, are are you on Etsy or do you have a Shopify or anything like that? How do you run the back end? On the back end, um, I actually just started putting my original artwork on my website, and then um, my Etsy is what I normally use for um, prints and ornaments. So Etsy will definitely be the place to go for anybody who can't make like an in-person event. So I'm in vacation mode right now, but uh, I always try to use my Instagram still as the best place to just put out updates. Um, I just put out the two November events today on my in my stories, and then whenever I um, basically get all my prints and ornaments uploaded to Etsy, that'll be kind of the one-stop shop for folks, and then I'll put it back in vacation mode in January. <laughs> but a lot of <laughs> as you is, could, yeah. I mean, people just messaging me directly. Um, I the majority mm-hmm. of the clients that I have, we've really developed. A friendship. I mean, I have a lot of people who keep coming back for different gifts and 
and I would like to say that, you know, I've made so many new great relationships from this little venture. It's become more than just making art, you know? Yeah, I, that's so this is really interesting for me. Um, so my whole aside from being a wedding photographer, I'm also a virtual assistant and I really hone in on client experience and yeah. the workflow and interaction um, that the business has with their clients. Um, and a lot of my clients have this personal brand built up, which involves themselves a lot. And you had mentioned earlier that you don't really like to, to be for the brand to be your face. So how... Yeah. Have you been able to still have that client experience? Like, what do you think the the differentiator is where you don't have to be the face of the brand, but you're still um, opening up space to have that, the relationship? I think it's been really helpful to focus um, heavily on meeting in person with local vendors and the connections have just kind of naturally occurred that way. Um, Word of mouth has been a massive thing and doing a few really small in-store events. um, And so people get to know the name more and then Mm -hmm. get to meet me at those, you know, the, the few kind of live events or or workshops that I've done. Education is my formal background. So I've done some art workshops and just kind of meeting people in person, um, I think has held more value than are you, are you an art face all over? Hmm? Sorry. uh, I got distracted by you saying that uh, education (laughs) is your background. Are you an art teacher? No, not right now. I I I was an um an English teacher, and I've I've really only kind oh, no. of kept up with the teaching. I was an English teacher for a hot second, <laughs> um, and then I <laughs> did art, um, just really kind of summer camp level, and then when I mm-hmm. started um, the works of heart. I started offering some uh, watercolor workshops and calligraphy workshops locally um, with just some of the local stores in my area that have been really supportive and just kind of meeting people through things like that. And then they, you know, like I said, word of mouth, you know, I'll get a call from someone who spoke to another person who was at a workshop or really who received a wedding invitation I did and just kind of snowballs like that. Gosh, that's so amazing. And I, yeah, I think that that's so impactful and such a, such a credit to the product that you're putting out is that you don't, you know, it's all, you're letting it speak for itself. And I think that that's really powerful. And just like such a, you sh- I mean, like what a compliment to be like, oh, I received this in the mail and kept it because I needed to know who did it. And like, I mean, you know, that's, oh, I know. that's really awesome. I know. And, and with wedding invitations, you know, a lot of people Um, I've heard people, you know, have told me they're like, oh, people are just going to toss it. And my thought towards that, my approach, you know, if you are someone looking for a custom piece or a custom wedding invitation suite, you know, you are not just getting a a typed out piece of paper, you know, to to print for the mask. I mean, it's a piece of art. Art, yeah. So yeah. I look at it as you are commissioning a piece of art for yourself 
it's a keepsake for you. And, um, you know, with any of the invite suites, I incorporate my watercolor. So I always include any original art separately in a kind of ready to frame keepsake um, oh, that's space. So nice. Yeah, you know, to make it really stand out from, you know, there's wonderful options online, but if you are someone going that extra mile to look for a custom suite, like you want the experience, you know, you want to really make it your own. And that's what I, you know, I'm always telling my clients, like, you know, I am available, like once we're really underway in your project, you know, we're texting back and forth all the time. So I, I'm not just kind of like a, oh, it has to be a formal meeting. I really like developing that relationship. I love that. And um, another thing that you do that I really like are the the painted champagne bottles. I think that like, talk about a keepsake and an heirloom. <laughs> like that's yeah. like, I, I think I still have, I think I still have the suite that you did for us for the styled shoot, just because like, like you said, it's like such a, it's such a piece of art. Like there's no yeah. way that I could just throw that away. Like, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was, I mean, a few years ago now, and I still use that as a sample myself. And, you know, those things that just kind of, there's some things that don't really go out of style. I try not to do trendy things. And yeah, I, I feel like that has really helped, you know, someone could look at something I did three years ago and still want that. Yeah. Now, do you find that, um, you know, trying not to do things trendy, there's obviously like things, how do you turn like a trend into something timeless? Like, do you, you seem yeah. to do that really well. So how, whenever somebody comes to you with a, a trend of the year, but you're like, uh, in a year from now, like, you're going to hate that. Like, yeah. is there anything that you've like tried? <laughs> That you've not liked or that you've like you've learned to really yeah. steer your steer your clients in a specific direction oh well I mean there's definitely things I look back at now and I'm like oh please let me redo that <laughs> for you you know I think <laughs> it's always a constant learning process and and my style is often changing you know as an artist mm -hmm. that just kind of naturally happens as you do more work and you grow and you learn new techniques that you want to try so I try to stay on what's trendy to try to anticipate what mm -hmm. I might be asked to do. And so when I, I am often, you know, doing that deep dive Pinterest scroll and I, yeah. how I'd like to look at that is, okay, this is clearly the trendy thing. How can I make that unique? How can I take this idea and then incorporate it into this specific client's needs so um, cutout items are really popular so instead mm -hmm. of just doing a generic squiggly line side cutout why not make the cutout like an actual pull it from an element of that wedding if it's a beach wedding why not make it a cutout umbrella or um, shell oh, or nice. if it's um, like a southern more style wedding you could do like a magnolia you know so pull out specific things that right. really make it unique to that day and that client but keeping in I guess the yeah and that's the something trend. Where yeah they wouldn't get going to like a, a website like a you know a standard website to print their 
yep. um, invitations. Like that's that's what's going to make it that that's switches it into the art category, which I think is really cool. Right. What's yeah. your um? What's your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing. Yeah, I really sprung I mean, that. I really on you like I... <laughs> um, just doing straightforward calligraphy on envelopes. <laughs> it's a really cathartic process. Oh, nice. And I can just kind of go oh, in, you know, and I, I use like the classic dip calligraphy pen. And so it's just, a, I like oh. the, the whole process and the outcome is always really beautiful. Um, so I think that one would, would I just need kind of a block of time to be productive, but not Like that makes you feel like you're, you're checking it. You're yeah. Fulfilling that need very yeah. fulfilling it's very yeah. fulfilling to see a completed stack of freshly calligraphied envelopes <laughs> and then I really like also doing illustration. Like artists. I yeah I, it's very oh I do love your venue illustrations they're I love so a good, good venue illustration yeah either by line art or watercolor um and I've started trying to do like letterpress and stuff more so really good line art venue illustration is nice yeah, I was thinking, um, I going into the um, interview, I did some refreshing on your website and was just looking around and it, it really, it is that time of year to start thinking about gift giving. And yeah. I saw your venue illustrations and um, I'm a military spouse and I have a community of friends who are also in that space. And something that we do um, to try to kind of document where we've been and um, where all the places we live, we try to get like a a picture or something that represents that duty station. Oh, and yeah. I, it, that came to mind when I was looking at your work. So I'm like, man, it would be really cool to have like a duty station watercolor. Cause I, I don't want just like a postcard. Like I want something that's a little bit more personalized. Um, so some people have done like their homes cause everybody, you know, if you live on base or off base, everybody's house looks different. Um, but they have oh, like yeah. watercolor illustrations of each home that they've lived in. And I just love that. I, I started thinking about it when I was looking at your Instagram oh, yeah. the other day. I'll do a lot of home illustrations. I've had some, you know, people, like you said, you're military family. So um, I've had other military families send me all of their homes and just kind of made a chronological thing. So those personal yeah, projects cool. are really fun because I always get a story behind it. And yeah, really like it, it really makes that like the process of creating that piece more fulfilling as well. Like you know where it's going to go, you know why you're doing it and it, it makes it even more special for me yeah, too. Yeah, and I think that yeah, and that that ties back into that question I asked you earlier about the client experience and I'm now seeing like how all this commission work, it's like such important life events, such meaningful things that they really link that that piece of work to you um for bringing it to life and I can see why they they have the relationship with you and that they you know, they, they tell their friends about it and they do all the things. So I can absolutely make that connection. Um, you know, I feel like that whenever I commission, I don't know why it wasn't more obvious that everybody feels that way. But, um, oh, yeah. So I, I totally appreciate that. Well, and photography is the same way, you know, like I've developed, I mean, I've really good friends with the f family photographer that we use. And I mean, you're creating something that people are going to have forever. And so right it's, it's meaningful on both ends. 
Yeah, so after you put your um, vacation mode back on in January, <laughs> what what do you have coming up next year? Are there any big plans um, as far as like where you plan to take your business other than it sounds like maybe go full time? Um, yeah. What type of projects and things are you most excited about looking into the new year? I am excited to, um, my goal is to try to get next year booked out for live paintings. Um pretty early on so that I can have a better visual and just kind of like we've talked about earlier balance for that time and um, mm-hmm. really all, sticking with with weddings and commissioner but my goal that I started this year and then I want to really lead into next year is really building um, my own art and um, doing more original pieces uh, some larger scale mm-hmm. original pieces that I haven't otherwise had the time to do, but the ideas have been floating around in my mind for years. I want to actually put those to paper and to canvas and share those with people. Well, I'm very excited for you. Um, and I have one question that I ask everybody. So yeah. um, when you're doing art or when you're just hanging out or what's our favorite drink do we like a cocktail are we drinking coffee what what are we doing I am definitely drinking coffee if I'm working if I'm doing art I I Mm -hmm. love a good just classic vanilla latte from um anywhere but um at night (laughs) if I'm anywhere yeah from anywhere just I I always just go to the same thing I'm I'm pretty boring in that way if we're going out I like a good Moscow mule or something like that anything else yeah (laughs) yeah you go for like pretty and fresh yes I am not I don't I don't a lot so I like the the lighter things It's like such a, like, it, it was a perfect answer for an artist. Like, I go for the drink that's, like, light and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it very much reflects, like, Maybe what your work color. is. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, I am excited for 2024 for you. I know you're, like, headed into probably a really busy season, um, especially not only with, um, you know, the private orders, but engagement season is just around the corner too which means more commissions for you so um you're going to go from one busy type of season to a different type of busy season so oh yeah um I'm excited to see everything come together um before we go I would love for you to say where we can find you yes so in person you can find me um in the Tallahassee Florida area I'm often also in Thomasville. Um, and I've got an event actually in the 30A area for all the um, panhandle folks in November. Mm-hmm. And um, that info is all on my website, which is worksofheart.com. And heart is spelled H-A-R-T-E. And then um, I post any of my art updates, event deadline, um, event news, you know, deadlines to order for holidays. I post all of that on my Facebook and Instagram, which you can also find me under works of heart, H-A-R-T-E. Pretty easy to find. Everything is under that. (laughs) Uh, And I'll make sure to drop everything in the show notes for for anybody that is looking for Allison and um, excited to to get on her calendar. um, You'll be able to 
find that um, right underneath the episode details. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I'm even, I might go in and dig through my stack of beautiful invitations to find the ones that we work for and I'll share it and I'll, I'll be sure to tag you too. <laughs> oh yes, no, please do. That would be a nice blast from the past. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. Yeah. Talk to you soon. All right. See ya. You guys, that's another episode of the Mastermind Mixer. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes for the perfectly paired drink that accompanies our conversation. It's like the cherry on top to a great story. And here's the deal. If you enjoyed our chat as much as we did, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It's like giving me a virtual high five, which I'm totally down for at any point in time. Stay tuned for more amazing guests and their incredible stories on the Mastermind Mixer. I'm always eager for another round of inspiration, knowledge, and maybe a few laughs along the way. Cheers.